Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe. And to the left of me is my man. Mm. Tasty glass meeks. Come what up? Me. Young Chino. Mm. How are you, sir? Man, my palate is very pleased right now. So, so well, it should be. So for those of you that, that uh, you know, uh, don't have the pleasure of being in the same room with Meeks when we record this shit, right before I hit record, Meeks tossed back his first bourbon of the There's no sipping. There's no nothing. He just mm. tossed. He just shot that motherfucker tonight. So it's it's going to be one of those. Mm. It's going to be one of those interview sessions. Now you know I, guess. I, I took two sips at the beginning and that just didn't do it for me. So, <laughs> so you just had to shoot yeah, it. Yeah, I had to. I had to drop the whole shit, man. <laughs> I think personally, it's mm. aftermath from last night. So let's just start right there uh. because the world has. To, I, I don't know how much of the story you want to tell. But the story that you just told me before we started this podcast right here was absolutely fucking incredible. And I am as envious as a man can be right now on a number of levels. So let's well, start there. I mean, basically, homie, like I said, long story short, I fell in love with Atlanta all over again last night. I've been here since <laughs> 1989. Um, I visited back in probably 84 and never forgot about it. So when it came time for me to graduate from high school and think about, you know, my next step in life, Atlanta was the first shit that came up on my map. So okay. that's why I got here. And I've been here ever since. Um, you know, so I'm, I know old school Atlanta. Well, mm-hmm. I, at least I know Atlanta from the late 80s all the way up until now. So... Um, you know, well, what a lot of people would probably call the glory days. The glory days, yeah. yeah. This was I, I got if here. I got here before the first Freaknik. <clears throat> there you, you go. Know what I mean? All right. So, so there's yeah. And, so and I was here all the Freaknik years. There you go. And um, to, speaking of Freaknik, I I had some Freaknik <laughs> shit pop off last <laughs> night. Uh, that's that's the story he want me to tell. <laughs> tell it. Uh, basically, shouts out to my homeboy Lou French and his wife Christy. Um, it's an ill name, by the way. Yeah, they they invited us out. Um, well, actually, she invited us. It was a surprise birthday party for Lou. Um, oh, it's a surprise, all right. Yeah, it's a surprise. Um, so we had <laughs> dinner at the uh, Porsche facility in Hateville. Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever get a chance to partake in that facility, I suggest you do it. They have a five star restaurant in the facility. Ooh, um, it's their U.S. headquarters. Um, now, for those who don't know, I mean, yeah. like th- this is like the North American, the North American headquarters, headquarters for, for Porsche. Porsche fucking racetrack there. Yeah, there's a the test whole track, shit. everything. Yeah. Uh, there's even a museum with all the Le Mans Porsche uh, vehicles. Did you hop in one? Nah, I couldn't get in that <laughs> shit. If even if they took the top way off of them, I couldn't get in one of them motherfuckers. But uh, but yeah, man. So dinner. Uh, after that, I I knew we were getting on a party bus. Okay, we're getting on a party bus. We're going to a bar and up up on Piedmont somewhere, Midtown, Buckhead area, whatever. Was it one of those furry party party buses? Nah, it was okay, just it right. was just you know you get in and it was like a club. But but okay, the thing that should have tipped me off to what was about to happen <laughs> was right where I sat on the bus, which was in the back, and of course I made a I got to sit in the back of the bus joke. About that shit. Of course you Got to sit in the back of the bus. Of course. There was a pole right there in front of my seat. <laughs> and it, I think it was lit up. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know about this goddamn pole. This look a little suspect. <laughs> so we uh, we met up at the airport, and the bus picked up 
picked us up from Hartsfield. So we get on the bus, and not 10 minutes into the ride, we stop. Now, like, what the fuck are we stopping for? Flat tire. No. <laughs> Fat ass is, <laughs> is why we stopped. Two strippers got on the bus, and they looked like fresh water. I'm talking about young, tender. Everything was where it was supposed to be. Yes. And it wasn't no bullshit strip tease. Uh, right, right. About 30 minutes into the ride, I, I was on my phone. I looked up, <laughs> and they was butt-ass naked. There, there you go. Now, let me paint the scene a little bit more. There's about do. 12 couples, husband and wives. Yeah, And your wife was in attendance. And my wife was there right. on the bus while all this <laughs> shit was going down. All the men in the back of the bus, all the women in the front of the bus. Oh, Lord. But there's only two of us actually enjoying what is going on. <laughs> Sound like there were some. Dude, I w- it was not my birthday, but I damn so felt like <laughs> it was yeah, my it birthday was. last night. I had fat <laughs> ass in my lap. I had pierced, nice, round, supple titties in my face <laughs> and in my nostrils. And it was just a vanglorious night. Once again, oh, I, I fell in love with with Atlanta all over again, and and may have may have or may not have become a future fan. I don't I don't really know. Um, that future sounds knocking when you when that, that when that's when, when that shit when that like, shit's going on in the bus, yeah, man. It doesn't matter the, where you're at. All the mumbling and everything included, man. So that's that's it, man. We, it was we, all clear. We, uh, I'm like, yeah, man. I. Oh, a hell of a night, man. Well, hey, man, like I said earlier, if anybody deserves a weekend like you man. just had, it's yeah. you. Well, I thank you for that. <laughs> so, man. congratulations and toast. Yeah. Oh, toast oh, oh your, your bourbon glasses. Well, right. you got a beer right beer. there. All right. Yeah. Okay. Toast. All right. There we go. And I would like to thank the, the, the long hair blonde weave young lady and the long hair <laughs> black weave young lady that turned me out last night. Thank you so much. Salute. This beer is for you. No doubt. I guess All we right. can do the interview now. Yes, we can. Right. Great story. Shit. All right. So for those of you that actually came here because, you know, maybe you're a, you're a longtime listener of the podcast or maybe you just found out about us or maybe you're a, a, a fan of the two gentlemen that we have on the phone with us tonight. This is, this is Southern Vanguard Radio. We do this twice a week. On Tuesdays is a mixed show. We cut up all the latest and greatest hip hop joints that have been out pretty much for the you know the week prior because there's just that much shit out, unfortunately. And then on Thursdays we have an interview session, so it could be with an MC, a producer, DJ, A and R, behind the scenes person. Could be any number of you know folks that are kind of you know I don't know I guess in in the world of uh, hip hop and rap music that we enjoy. So, anywho. Please go follow, if you're not already, on SoundCloud, MixCloud, Stitcher Radio, and iTunes Podcast. Leave a review on iTunes. Uh, you know, reshare. What, whatever you need to do. Whatever, you know, floats your boat there. We would appreciate it greatly. Please. <clears throat> All right. And with that, without any further ado, now this interview here actually makes... It's been a long time coming, you know. I, I, Dude, I, I got excited last night when I, you told I, me. I, did t- I, I know. I, I've really been looking forward to this because he's actually, I've never told him this actually, but believe it or not, one of these guys was on my list. When we first started doing the podcast almost, what, two and a half years ago now, mm-hmm. I actually had him on the list. Like that was one of kind of the first ones that I put down. I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. well, 
You know, he'd be go, he'd, he'd be he'd be nice enough to us, and it would actually probably come on this you know those little podcasts and yeah. talk to us for a little bit. No doubt. So. I've known this gentleman actually, and I'm, I, we're going to talk about this in there, here in a second. I don't know how long I've known him, but I've been, I think I've known him for at least a decade. Like I think I've known him for is maybe longer than my, uh, I guess, oldest son has been on this earth, which oh, is wow. kind of bugged out. Yeah, so it is. I, mean, <clears> I didn't <throat> think it was that long. I, it, I think I really think it was. So, wow. anywho, without any further ado. The one and only hmm. Vanderslice and Green Steez are with us this evening for our interview session. What's Fellas, up? what's up? Peace. Yeah. What up? What up? What's going on, Yo, guys? You know, John, I want to know what you did this weekend. Well, yeah, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> he ain't do what I did, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was actually uh actually I was in the yard all damn weekend because we're actually getting ready to put our house up for sale so i was literally in the yard from seven to i don't know six o'clock on saturday and today all day trying to get this house in shape wow now, you know, that, that's almost as cool as being on the bus for strippers. You know? Man, I, I'm telling, I'm telling you, Meeks came in, and I was so happy to hear that somebody had a banging ass weekend like that because I did not. Hell yeah! I, I, I will say though, on, on some digging and some nerd shit though, my Friday was kind of cool because I did get to hang out with J57 and Derringer actually here in the A, and we, we we had like a little three or four hour digging run. That's what's so up. So that was so that yeah, was that. Dope. Yeah, that was that was well, that was kind of dope. Uh, I think uh, J57 lives in Atlanta now, doesn't he? Uh, yes. On the on does the he summer down there, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, I guess he's. <laughs> I don't know. What? I, yeah, I guess you could say he lives down here now. He's he's here a lot. We'll, we'll put it that or way. Dual residence, residency. Dual dual residency. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. So anyway, so, so that was kind of cool slice, but that that was really about it. Other than that, you know, I was just you know straight y'all. You know, you know. Well, I noticed the, it when I first pulled you up. Did. Tonight. You did a beautiful well, job. Well, thank you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Very manicured. Thank you. Indeed. Thank you. <laughs> so, fellas, I don't know where we start, man. Vanderslice, real quick. Yeah. How did we even get connected? I cannot remember. I've been trying I've been mulling over this for the past three or four days. I'm trying to well, figure out how we got how we got to know one another. Yeah, we needed cuts for the smiley the ghetto child shit that Steez did. With Access Immortal, that was in like 2003. Oh, yep. shit, really? Absolutely. Yeah, and I swear it came from Ethan from Fat Beats. When, when you sent your record in, the, like that's, he sent me the record and I emailed you for something I was doing. And we were chopping it up through the email and you were just, like I asked you, like, yo, you do these cuts and you did them. What was it, Meet John Doe? Nah, nah. What was yeah. that, Steve? What was that joint for? Well, no, no, I'm talking about the record you sent in the Fat Beat. Oh, I don't know. What yeah, record was it? It was it was Meet John Doe. Yeah, okay, okay. Got you. But Steve, what was that record for? Was that just like a single, or what was that? I can't remember. No, nah, it was Access Immortals. Uh, is this album that came out, Shades of Reality, and it was the lead single. Oh, that's right. Dope. Damn. Yeah. Oh, taking it way back. Damn, yeah, remember we I, we? I sent you the MP3. We jacked the uh, the cuts from Eight Mile. Yep. Like Eminem. <laughs> like with these, like, the style is generic. Mine's authentic made. That's right. Yep. Yes. Holy shit. I that's gotta... how we met. Damn. That's crazy. crazy. Damn. So yeah, two thousand three. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, so two thousand three. Yeah, man. So Ro- Rhodes was born in two thousand five. So yes, I had. Damn, yeah, there two you years go. Before Rhodes, yeah, that's crazy. Exactly. All wow, right. that's ill, man. Well, hey, you know what? What's some? Uh, what is that? Thirteen, fourteen years later, here we are. Yeah. Yes, indeed. <laughs> here we are. And 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 the joints are still amazing. Let me put that out there too. Oh yeah. We're trying, man. Nah, Get y'all doing it, back. man. Y'all doing it, man. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to everything, dude. I'm no trying doubt. to tell you. No doubt. That's much so, appreciated, man. Much appreciated. What I'm saying, like I said, we're, get, we're getting better. Like, for real. I'm not even, I don't know. I mean, everybody says that. They act like, yeah, it's my new album. It's the best stuff you ever did. It's it's the best stuff you've ever done. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like right. fine wine. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's oh, I, one of the things I say on a regular basis. I haven't I as far as I'm seeing goes, I haven't written my best rhyme yet. So I'm just trying to I'm just waiting on that magical day. I'm I'm slowly but surely getting there, but but I feel you on that. Yeah, you're getting better. Keep getting better, man, because a lot of cats can't say that. Oh yeah. yeah, true indeed, true indeed. So, 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 what, what do you? Why don't you guys level set with us real quick and tell us what what, what you're kind of working on, and um, and then maybe I guess we'll just kind of go backwards from there. Like, what, what's the latest and greatest? I don't want to get caught up in a bunch of old stories and shit. I, I want to make sure yeah, everybody knows what the new stuff is and what yeah, you guys are I mean, working well, on right now. The uh, I said the new record is called "The Best Album Money Can Buy," and it's uh it's like the follow up to "Everything's Awesome." I guess it's a producer record. Okay. And uh, what do we? We got Freddie Gibbs, uh, Ghostface, Prodigy from Mob Deep, Conway, <laughs> fucking Evidence and Slug did a song for us. Matthew yeah. Magazino is going to be on there. <laughs> Styles P. God damn. Blue, Blueprint. <laughs> yeah, Blueprint. Yeah, Blueprint. Uh, J Zone. J Zone. I got a. We got a Conway solo song. Oh, as well, right. like the 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 prodigy joint is uh, Conway, Prodigy, and Twin Gambino. That's oh, that's shit. like the hardest joint, and like that's pretty much it so far. Like Styles P is going to get on the Ghostface joint. It's going to be called Ghosts and Goblins. Uh-huh. Like uh, we're also working on a Wars new EP, and that's like that's what we did last weekend. We did a song with Jadakiss and Styles P last weekend. Oh shit. You know, Jada killed it too. It's crazy. Wow. Like, you know, like, 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 listen, man. You know, we've been sitting dormant for like five months. Like, we had nothing going on, and from January to now, like in a f- like four months span, we got four of like the top ten rappers. It's that just was, like, been blazing. Top, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. That's yeah. how it happens, man. <laughs> yeah. So, how much money did go into this best album? <laughs> No, the, the best time the money can buy right. not no because I mean we don't pay retail like the, yeah. most, the most expensive feature was Prodigy that was only four grand wow Damn. okay yeah I mean look I, yeah I don't I don't give a fuck you know what I mean I, 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 I'll tell you the numbers yeah you know I was just, I, I was care. I was just yeah, asking that for, for these guys yeah I was yeah, just asking that to fluff up the I, interview I didn't think you were gonna give me numbers but that's cool nah, we'll take I, I, it because no, the numbers yeah, don't lie yeah. Nah, and the thing is, it's like, yo, we, we put $8,000 into Everything's Awesome, mm. and we broke even before it came out. Yeah. Nice. Oh, dope. Like, as I right. said, we recouped it before it came out, so I was like, you know, we pretty much saved every dollar we earned from that and put it right back in. And everything after yeah. that just was profit, right? Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Yep. Wow. And I mean, and the thing is, it's like, it's not it's not easy. Like, I'll never act like it's like, to, like yo, it's a blessing. Cause like we we pressed up vinyl and shit, not even knowing if we had fans. 
Like we right. just did. Like yo, you know just what, man? Because like yeah. I felt, I felt like when we did, when we did uh, Diggers with Attitude with Stu Bangers and shit. Like we were so like we were hamstrung like by the label. Like I just didn't feel like it was a happy working environment for me. Not at all. Personally, I didn't like. It. I was like, you know, I was doing songs with people I wouldn't fuck with, and it's like, you know, there's a certain crowd that will do verses for like 250, 300 bucks, mm-hmm. and then there's people that don't do that. And like, I tried to avoid that this time. Like, I don't want to work with people you can just call and get on the phone and get them on a song. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, even if you had a couple G's for Styles P, that doesn't mean he's not going to call you back. Nah, right. You know what I'm yep. saying? It's nah. like, I, we have, like, we're building and working relationships with almost everybody that's on our record. Okay. So it's way more organic. And it's just, it's just a better working environment. And since so we don't have like, any, we don't have any label restrictions. We can do whatever we want. That's you know, so that's, that's the number one thing that we learned. And I mean, when we did everything's awesome, we put every single last cent in. My man, my wife had to like foot the bill for some of it. Like that's how like wow. it, we weren't married yet. Yeah. She, that was a big reason that I, I fucking popped the question. Yeah, oh, she's a yeah. ride and die. <laughs> yeah, if she can do that. That's that's a keeper right there for yeah, real. Yeah, on some yeah. rap shit, Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, you don't know what it's like to sink your last penny into something, and then like the, the what the pressing company sends back your first pressing, like yeah, you, you know, you didn't clear some of these samples, and then now you got to pay again to get a like the first stage of that process. Shit. It was like soul crushing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, what's it ever? Oh. Nah, oh, I get it, man. Who was that? United. Yeah, but it was through it was through uh, Groove House. Oh, but they really? used United to press their fucking records. Uh, you know what I mean? Very scummy. Yeah, very scummy. Yeah, United's yeah, yeah. worse about that shit. Anyway, sorry, sidetracked. Yeah, but I, yeah. nah, but I trust cool. me because I, I know you know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like yo, when we put out like the we like we put out it was a, like you can buy the record, you get a T-shirt, and I just threw in a CD. Of, like it was a mini CD. They were all unique to every order. Mm. And I right. charged like forty bucks, and we broke. We sold one hundred ninety-one of them before the record even came out, and we only pressed three hundred records. Dope. Yeah, that's dope. So they're gone. Okay. Yeah, they're gone. It's so like, long we gone. didn't. We didn't. We didn't try to repress or nothing. Really, like, man. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Like that. It's limited for a reason. Like this is well before you know West Side Gun like just smashed the market. Yeah. Right. Like, everything he does is limited for a reason. It's like we've been on that shit, man. Yeah. Like yo, that's the best way. To present something tangible to the fans, man. Oh, yeah. Like, and we it's need not to limited. Hear that. It's not limited because you don't have yeah. the resources. It's limited because we're already working on something else. Like, yo, and mm. I mean, yeah. we we did the CD. We brick and mortared the CD, which was it was a, it was a lot different than the album. And it didn't CD didn't do so great. It just was it further proved that that's the just make it limited. Your core fans are going to pick it up because they're going to support what they're going to support. And this is just you know you don't. You don't need something to be everywhere. You just mm. need it. You need it to be where you, the people who need to hear it are going to be able to get it. So, absolutely. Yeah, we gave the right CD there. to uh, self-titled, self put, self put the CD. Out. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, on All dirty right. version. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. Dope. All right. So, what are you guys doing this time around? Or is it too early to let the cat out of the bag? Well, I mean, we're going to press vinyl, of course. But uh, <laughs> beyond that, I'm just going to. We're going to try to put it as wherever we can because right now. We've taken the war machine as far as we can by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. We need, we need, like, we're actually going to get, like, real PR and, like, a, you know what I mean? Like, a real publicist, all that shit to try to, try to push it somewhere where it can open a door for us. 
And I think uh, this time, opposed to what we did last time, we're just about finished with everything we're doing with this album. But we're not. Uh, hopefully, by the time it comes out, we already got something else almost lined up all the way. Because that's yeah, cause like the nothing. biggest mistake we made. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, we had nothing. We really okay. put everything we had into something. To see. Just like Vanderslice said before, we didn't even know if we had fans. We had no idea what was going to happen. Mm. So. This time we're gonna like be a little bit more prepared. <laughs> now let me, yeah, let me, no, let me ask we you this: How do you how do you come to the decision to, um, you know, from where you're, uh, what you said, you're taking the war machine as far as you can? How do you how do you come to the decision to just do something totally different and and throw money into PR and and like really 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 give it a push? Is it just inevitable that you have to make that move or what what uh what pushed your thought I, process yeah, that way? I would, yeah, say I would assume like it, like, to, like it's definitely. I would assume the results are just going to be that much better. Okay. If you put it in front of the right people, you know okay. what I'm yeah. saying. You kind of have also, to match your promotion to who you got on your album too. Like if you know we're working with completely independent people, when we can have a little bit more of an independent movement. But when you got like Ghostface and you got these names, you gotta you gotta get them out there in you front of people that are up. actually. Because, you. you know, it's just widespread at that point. Yeah, so. no doubt. So if you guys don't mind me asking, what what do those campaigns look like now? Is it like, is it is it all social media driven for the most part? It's got to be. It, I mean, I, don't, okay. I have no idea yet because we haven't, but like uh, we haven't hired anyone yet. Because like mm-hmm. I said, like we were, if we were, if, if the Styles Trent would have been finished last weekend, like I had planned, I would already, I'd probably be harassing the art guy i'd be calling on the phone to get because like i got a a couple writers here and they're like kathy Eandily, she's like connected all the way to the top of the game she's like a very close friend of mine mm-hmm. so i'm taking her lead you know that way if she steers me wrong it'll be her fault not mine <laughs> <laughs> but, i mean she's not going to but like but i'm just saying but like you know it's yeah i don't know like cause we're just gonna rely on her to, to point us in the right direction Cause I'm not like I'm not hiring these like hacks, man, like audible treats and shit. Like I ain't like yo, I need somebody that has an actual connection to the people. Yeah, like, we're fucking with Artie Pitt. You know what I'm saying? Like Artie, we fuck with Artie all day. Okay, like he's he was the vice president for Rostrum. He also ran his own PR firm. Like he knows the deal. He knows everybody, and he's already launching his own site with like a whole media thing. So we're trying to fuck with him. Like dude, we got UGHH, like a war icon. They're friends of ours. Like they bought underground hip hop. Yeah, so we're, we're we're gonna use that as a vehicle. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like we're we're trying to go hard, man. Because right now there's not a lot of people. Like production albums don't do well generally. Like even like to right. be, like we're aiming for like you know like that white van music feel where it put Jake one on the map outside of Seattle. Right. Like to even pull that off, a the music's got to be incredible, and two, you got to be put in front of the right people to do it. Right. And it's right. like I don't I don't have any of those chops. I don't know it. Like all my connections in the industry dried up when I stopped sending. Like I pretty much stopped sending beats to people because I just I don't care. Like everybody gives you the runaround. Everybody calls you back. They want something different. Everybody's looking for hits and shit. It's like I don't care about any. Yeah. Right. Like that's when that's when I stopped trying to be like in the game, so to speak, mm. and we just started focusing on our own shit. Like if we can make money doing our own music, I don't care about like the the industry what itself. Everybody I just else don't is care. Doing, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. That's hell. Hell yeah. So, so when do you guys think this is, this album's gonna drop? Like summer? Or? I wanted. Yeah, I wanted July fourth, but uh, 
Okay. It's, that's not going to happen. That's yeah. a wrap for that. Because okay. like I said, we're, we need to finish a couple songs. Like I'm waiting on Percy P. I'm waiting <laughs> on Styles P. And then like a couple other joints that are like, like, like just friends of mine. Like, you know, I'm going to put Rafi Ragazino and UFO Thieves on it. Like yeah. A-War is going to be on it. Shit like that. Like just to tie up the loose ends. Yeah. And that can take a couple weeks as well. But I mean, I have to put it out this year because like four rappers, they mentioned 2017. I hate people that date their music so bad. So it's like, yeah, we gotta, yeah. we're under the gun. We're yeah. under, we got to get it out. They put that pressure on you. <laughs> yep. Hey, yo, Slice, um, I saw the picture of you on Styles um, recently. Did he come to, to PA or, or, or was that a no, shot that was New at York? His, that was at his juice bar. No? Okay. All right, cool. Um, did, y'all, did y'all record him in New York? No, he, he already recorded, but then we, we just went we went and chopped it up with him. And he's like, actually, out of all the like famous rapper dudes I met, Styles P is by far like the most official, like most approachable, down to earth. Like he was just he was he was dope. That's dope. And the, I mean, any any he, he killed it. The verses were incredible. So like, I don't he even I love to hear shit like that. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yo, he too. was he was very hospitable. Like, yo, we walked into the juice bar. And uh, A War is like, yo, I think I'm gonna grab a juice. And he he just told the guy like, Bonnie Case, yo, they good. Don't even worry about. It. Give him free juice. <laughs> so then we went to the studio to hear it. You know what I mean, like, it was just, it was dope. It was, it was, it was one of the better experiences I've had. Okay. What's the worst? Uh, uh, let me. I'm trying to think. <laughs> let me think. Because I'm saying there are a couple, man. Like, yo, I mean, the worst interact. I think the worst interaction I ever had with someone famous. Was I? I bumped into Q-Tip at the sound library, and almost knocked him over. And he like tried to get me like kicked out of the store. And I looked because like it was just a very weird, like just weird. He's just a weird guy. Mm. Tried to get you kicked out of the store. What do you I mean? Did he complain to management? Like you know, Rob the guy that owns it. I could like, see there that. Three, like you know, what I'm saying like well, I don't know if you're like yo. Know, but like I'm saying, there were three guys. There's Jared, Raj, and Rob. And like he looked at Rob like yo, who is this guy, man? Look at I looked at him like yo. I was, you know, yo, I, was, I could dude, see I that. Care. I could see that whole shit going down because I, I would imagine that Tip is in there on the regular, probably spends buku yeah. money in there, and probably felt <laughs> some type of privileged way that you touched him wrong and you need to leave. Yeah, and I, yo, and I looked at him. I was like, listen, man, I'll freeze you. I looked at I looked at the owner, the guy Rob. I'm like, dude, I'll freeze me this fucking record off the wall. Because uh, that was like when I was like, that was when I was like a vile criminal. Like I used to go digging for records every day with all this stolen money. And then I went to jail in 2006. This was like late 2005. Right. Like, you went to, already, you went to jail for that bail. slice? Is that what you went no, to jail? No, no. Okay. Jail for conspiracy to commit robbery. It's some bullshit. Damn. But regardless of the fact, but like, yo, know, it's like, you know, I was like real criminal mode. Like, hey, we about to be a very Rob Q tip outside. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that slice. I, I, I remember not, not that, not that story in particular, but I remember that era slice very, very, very vividly. I don't know. I'm not proud of that shit. It's I'm, I'm an old man now. It was uh, we can laugh so about far it now. removed from that, from that shit. <laughs> but it's like, yo, that, I think that was a bad interaction. I had a bad interaction with Pete Rock that I don't That was like in like the early 90s. Man, I've heard so many horrible Pete Rock stories. It's. Well, I, it's just disheartening, man. Well, we had a pretty decent one, though, A3C, but it was kind of more like in passing. 
Yeah, but yeah. the 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 personal interaction stories with Pete Rock are really disappointing to me, man. Really? Yeah, and uh, I was just recently having a conversation with one of my peoples about personal interactions with the artists that you grow up with, and and oh, when right, you actually yeah. meet them, and it and just how, yeah, it how just you're better off you not down. doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. like you uh, you just get to the point where you love the music, but you yeah. just don't really fuck with the artist. You right. know what I'm saying? So right. you got to pick. Which side of the fence you're gonna be on right. in that situation? This right. shit is crazy. Yeah, that shit is. Crazy. Well, yeah, and I don't, I don't take that personal either. Like, I'm not. It's not oh, like no. I'm sitting over here. Like, I still listen to T. Rock. It's just I'm a reality hater, check. You know like, yeah, <laughs> it's a reality check. Like these motherfuckers are human too. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, the, exactly. the fame and the go, money don't make them easy to get along with. It, it's some, nope. it's some definite shit that comes along with that. And oh, I'll say yeah. this much: I'm pretty sure there's plenty of people out there looking for me, like. <laughs> I've had bad interactions with everybody. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? but it's like you know what I mean. It's like I I own up to it, man. Like yo, I'm a much calmer guy now. Yeah. But like yo, back then I just didn't care, man. And like plus, I don't know. Like I still have a trigger. Like yo, if you say something stupid, like I'm gonna insult you. You like, gotta be know, dealt with. Yeah. <laughs> like listen, we were in Arizona and fucking. Gene Nelson, who was like the head A and R of Atlantic at that time, I remember literally, G. yeah, could literally change your life with a check. It was me, uh, MTK, and Tony G. We were going up from G Unit. We were going up to the room to listen to some beats. And Gene Nelson, we're on the ground level, like we're at the hotel or whatever. And Gene Nelson walks up to the ho- the the elevator, walks in the elevator, and asks if we're going up. I said, "No, stupid, we're going down from the first floor." <laughs> I, love this, I love this guy, man. Like, no, I didn't. You know, like, hang out with man. It's like that, that's funny. You know what I'm saying? It's that like shit no, is it, hilarious. It to, yeah, it wasn't not meant to be malicious. Everybody <laughs> laughed except for him, and I was just like, yeah. Well, there I guess there goes my Atlanta record shot. Rack. <laughs> shot in the foot, right? There. So good guy. It was worth it, man. So and I mean, that guy doesn't even work there anymore, so I don't, you know what I mean? Whatever. <laughs> like, that's another thing. That's one of the reasons why that really got me out of the game. It's like every A&R that I ever met is was worth nothing. I mean, man, I, I, I've, right. never, I've never shit. had a single A&R that was looking for what I had. Like, yo, I, I remember when I met with Freeway's manager, who was Ryan Press at the time. He asked me for, he asked me for club bangers. I'm like, dude, you just saw what I did. Man, what the oh, my my worst A and R experience was with Sony, um, and we was dealing with the dude that that was responsible for the so so death deal and and crisscross and all that. Okay, shit. and, and uh, what year was this? This was this had to be like ninety three, probably like ninety two, ninety three. I mean, we was taking meetings with him. We was in the building. Yeah. All kind of like real, real close, you know what I'm saying? Right. And this is when I realized that A and R's actually have no power. Right. They no. just they uh, just they just collect yeah. a check. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um once we figured out he couldn't do nothing for us, you know, we had wasted a lot of time and energy. But but by today's standards, and I bring it forward from ninety two, ninety three to twenty seventeen, this motherfucker's married to Jill Scott right now. <laughs> Do you know how? Do you know how fucked up in the head I am behind that shit? Like that oh, shit man. really that pisses me off, man. 
I'm so sorry. What Excuse like, what, me. So I'm what, sorry. Yeah, what was, yeah, so, what, so what happened? What was the bad experience? Like, just, just the fact that, you know, we was in the building. He could have pulled the trigger. Like, like, like they have no power, but at the same time, they're tastemakers. They bring yes, shit. They, to, they bring shit to the label. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, now yeah. here I am in a five man crew that could have rivaled any other crew that was rocking at that time. Like seriously, and he just refused to pull the trigger on that shit. I mean, you out here fucking with with little kid groups and and groups like Shades, <laughs> groups like Shades of Lingo. You know what I'm saying? That didn't do shit. You, you know, were, they you were in the video dope. though. You I was were. in the video. <laughs> But shit, I just ro- we just rolled up on the video that day. It wasn't like we I got know, invited. I know, I, I know, I know. We just I pulled know. up on the shit. I know. But you doing this type of shit, and here it is. And once again, they're tastemakers, but they're not tastemakers of like real talented. Yo, honestly, shit. They they're tastemakers for gimmicks. They're no yeah, exactly. They're, 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 yeah, they're yeah. nobody until they get lucky, right? And then they become a goddamn VP. Yeah. Exactly. Right? That's exactly what exactly. Happened. So he's Ridiculous. doing this shit and wouldn't pull the trigger for us. The the one of the good interactions with him after that, he was no longer with Sony or whatever. I bumped into him <laughs> at uh the masquerade. He was working the door and he had to put my VIP wristband on my wrist. That 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 made me feel good. <laughs> I I like that aspect of it. But then you turn around here 2016, 2017, this motherfucker married to Jill Scott. Oh, I don't like man, that shit. That's crazy. Man. I don't like that shit. Then <laughs> came off. He don't know crazy. what to do with that. <laughs> Hell yeah. So Green, how'd you meet this motherfucker, man? I need we need to know what that story's like. <laughs> and let me let me speaking pig, of let me piggyback I, I, off I, of that. Now, 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 now Vanderslice, <laughs> I need you to shut your trap. So so right, Green well, can actually say, talk I here. I'm gonna give you one guess. <laughs> <laughs> and Green, let me let me piggyback off of that, man, and 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 give us some insight to where where your mind is with this with this whole hip hop shit. Yeah. That's a pretty general statement. Like, what do you mean? Like, just, just, you know, we we get where Vanderslice is. He don't like nobody. Like, where, <laughs> where, right. where, where, do, where do you fall into the whole scheme of thing? How did y'all meet? And like, and, oh, and like, what's well, your what's like your outlook on this? Without shit? the charm, that's kind of like mean? I'm just. I I definitely. Uh, Green's I'm the real, real asshole. <laughs> right. Like, like, like even worse because I'm from Chicago, so it's just like the, the hatred kind of just runs through the veins. Oh, That's man. just kind of a natural thing coming from here. Right. So, um, I mean – I'm in a position now where all I have to do is make music and that's, that's what I like to do. You know okay. what I mean? Cause I know even Vanderslice and one of the things that he talked to you about before the fact that he, we took the war machine as far as it can go, because you know what, we're good at making music. We're not good at everything else. If we were good at everything else, we'd be famous by now because the talent and it's always been there. It's just, we, we don't, I don't know, man, we're a little too honest just about how we feel when man. it comes to the music, when it comes to people, especially we, you know, we're not want to, Fucking dance for people. And this industry, yeah, all. this industry has no place for honesty, dude. Right. Yeah, now we learned that the hard way, man. You know? And I, I listen. You want to ask me? I met Vanderseitz. I was fifteen years old. Oh, and uh, this is a long time ago, obviously. And uh, I was, it was in a hip hop chat room, MSN hip hop chat room. There like, you go. Second time guy, we heard. About it. Dude, yeah, right. 
that this guy shit on me for like three days straight based on my musical preferences. You know, but but the thing is, he was so knowledgeable about music. Like I, you know, you took it. I, I have. I have no problems being shit on by someone who I can respect. Like, wow, right. this guy really knows what he's talking about. So it's like, yeah, just, just from there, after he shit on me for three days, you know, he would listen to, <laughs> to the music that I was making. He was able to give me actual constructive criticism that helped me get better. Dope. And then, you know, as I got better, I would push him to get better. And then he would push me. You know, we would kind of push each other throughout the, like the early two thousands. And then we started working like in the same sort of a crew type scenario, like maybe what was it, like 2003, like around the around when, when uh, we did the Access Immortal stuff, right. all the way up until he went to prison. Mm. And that was an interesting time, to say the least. Right. But uh, yeah, that, that's, how, that's how it all started. It's, it's a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, that says something about me because I get one motto is don't hate unless you're also down to educate. I do both. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you know, like I've completely. Seen, I've seen him re- not recently because we don't. It's, I don't see it so much lately. But at least in, in the last few years, he'll trash like teenagers, you know, fifteen, sixteen, and it's just kind of based on how social media is now. Like you know, you can just go and hit people up that you have no business hitting up because it's, it's always uh, one click yeah. and you can type them a message. You couldn't you couldn't do that in two thousand and one. It wasn't right. that easy. Right. So, but at the same time. He'll trash someone, but he'll say he'll, he'll he will say why he's trashing someone, and you can either take that and you know be insulted and think that as a fifteen year old you're amazing and this guy who you obviously <laughs> like yeah. doesn't know what he's talking about, or you could just try to shut up and maybe maybe I'm approaching this wrong and let me hear what this guy has to say. Yeah, and right. I you know that's how I took it when I was young. So that's I don't know. It's just yeah. kind of how it. I've started. got to say, uh, Vander Slice on social media is like fresh air. Like I try to be man, man. <laughs> that shit right there will open your mind up to a whole nother level of thinking between the trash talking and the pictures of perfectly cooked steaks. <laughs> uh, it doesn't get any better. I look forward to every post. Dude, Let me yeah. just I'm say just that. trying to live, man. I'm just trying You're to live living, man. Like, yo, I'm even though the thing is, I'm like, yo, I cut out soda and shit. Like, I'm actually trying to lose weight now. Like, I'm trying to live. I hear you. And, 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 like, and, and everybody that jumps in my inbox talking crazy, it's just like, you know, they're, they're trying to stop my progress. I am not having <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I hear you. Know, you, and that's the thing. you know, I stopped. I stopped, like, like, point, like, pointing people out. But it's like, listen, there's still people in my inbox pretty much every other day talking something crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I believe it. And it's just it's just too much. Like I, you know, I'm also I'm, I guess I'm getting older, man. Like yo, it takes too much time to throw a rock at somebody unless they really, like, really, really deserve it. Right. Yeah. right. I mean, it's just not worth it at the end of the day. That's, that, that's what I'm saying. That's crazy. Like, it, was, it, yeah. it used to be worth it because it was it was highly entertaining for me. Yeah. But it's like you know, at this point, I'm I'm over it, man. Yeah. I'm over that. Yeah. And you know, like yo, I settled a beef I had with No from the Cunning Linguists, and okay. it just made me realize like how foolish, like stupid internet shit was. No, I, I don't think I know this story. Yeah, what's what the, the what's the was, basis but, of that well, beef? Like he's I don't I don't remember how it started, but it was something I dissed him on a UGHH's form in like '98. <laughs> And he sent me, yo, and he sent me a private message like, yeah, well, come see me at Rocksteady. Like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't, like, I don't know who you do. Dude, dude was a midget. Oh, I remember this now. 
and uh, you know, he walked up. Actually, no, we were in Kentucky. That's when I met him. But like, you know, I didn't see him at Rocksteady. But like, like fast forward, or he was in Kentucky, and he tried to shake my hand. And I was like, like I blew him off. Like, yo, don't try to shake my hand, pussy. Like, get, like, get ready. Like, no, we were like, like, I don't know. It was about to escalate, and then he left. And then, like, I just realized, like, like how stupid that was. Like, what, what, what am I doing? Gotcha. <laughs> right. So then he gave, like, you know, so let me fast forward a couple of years. He gave, he gave me props on some shit I did for a war and evidence. The, uh, the never break me shit. Yeah. And I just I, I I just apologized to him like straight up like dude I'm sorry. That's like, real. Like yeah, it's like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, I apologized to Torre live when he quits his show. When I because I told I said that uh I was tired of seeing Premier work with these bums and I listed like a bunch of people he's working with. Torre was one of them, and I was just like you know what I was wrong. Like I'm, I apologize. Like yo, and and all them people, he's the only one still doing it. So I mean I was like. 80% right but I, was like, but I still apologize I still apologize I'm like you know what man you you were right I was wrong and that's like another thing that like you know the reason I could be how I am because look if I if I say some foul shit man it's fucked up and it's totally wrong I will openly apologize that's right, right. Oh, yeah. I accused ill mind of stealing drums out of this croup kit that slop funk dust sent me Set me up, by the way. <laughs> they, were, they were mislabeled. No, they were mislabeled. So I was like, you know what? I went on the air and I was like, you know what? I apologize. I was wrong. And then I bought Illmind's drum kit and gave it to the kid who sent the best beating. Dope. That uh, night. That's dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, it's like I'm I'm only human, man. Like, and I'm very emotional. Like I I will right. bro, I'll fly off the hinge and I don't do that anymore. I'm way more calculated now. <laughs> That's that's what's than, up. than I was, and that and that's, that's definitely good. signs of growth right there. That's <laughs> what's up. Absolutely, Hell yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, what are you guys on? Uh, what are you guys on? Uh, I guess you know, kind of production gear now. Slice your big MPC, what Renaissance Studio guy now, right? Yeah. Well, my Renaissance broke, so I went and got the MPC Live, which still is um, not out yet. Oh, okay. I don't like it. You don't like it? <laughs> oh okay. shit. Okay. So you're going back to the studio. No, I never. I use the Renaissance. I'm sorry, Renaissance. I'm sorry. And my uh, well, the USB hub in my Renaissance fried. I don't know what happened. Mm. I just turned it on one day and it wouldn't link to my computer. And to get it fixed is such a headache. Like nobody around here, like the nearest dealer that will fix it is in like is in the city. It's like a 50 minute drive. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Right. So okay. I saw that the MPC Live was a uh, Guitar Center had. Uh, I'm not like a huge guitar center guy, but I was like, man, if I could get this, because they upgraded the software to 2.0, which right. is some nerds. Dude, the software is amazing. Mm, the yeah. hardware stinks. Ah, uh, gotcha. gotcha. Okay. Slice, what's the uh, what's the MPC with the, the big touch screen on it? Is that That's the, the MPC X. That's not okay. out yet. That's, yeah. that's what I'm leaning towards, like, officially. Okay. Gotcha. What about you, Steve? What are you on these days? I use Ableton. And, oh, yeah, uh, you know, okay. Fantasize processes all the samples and drums, and I do the bass and the synths and, you know, the composition. So, yeah, I use Ableton. And I just use the keyboard controller. I have a bass guitar, a regular guitar. And, you know, that's basically it. It's, it's more about the VSTs and everything else. Right. I mean, I had a, I had a, a Moog Minotaur, which was, it was great. And uh, it just, the sound was great, I should say, but I was just having latency issues. And I just, you know, I traded in and got a real good subwoofer and, that's basically it for the gotcha. most part. Okay. Yeah, Steve's adds, adds the texture. 
Yeah. So, so is that how that is? Is this how this this relationship has always kind of kind of worked? No. Like, well, what's your guys' process how, like? Well, but I'll say like you know like pre prison, me and him were kind of in the same crew, and we just made beats. Like I made my beats, he made his beats. Okay. And we worked together, right? And then after he went to jail and came out, he came out on fire. Like he was killing. <laughs> that's a, I mean, because it. I'd say that like two thousand and eight was probably the that that's like if you want to talk about where we're at now it started in 2008 i'd say wouldn't you think that's probably right because i know you have beats from 2008 that's when that's i think vandersize was one of the first people to take off on the rock genre like the like just the the glam rock the progressive Mm. rock Mm -hmm. and just like put you know put them heavy drums on it i would agree and uh you you hear a lot of people to this day making beats that Vandersize flipped a better version in two thousand and eight, and right. that's just it just is what it is. So I actually was completely out of the game one hundred percent, and um, I was in a shit relationship. I I was fucking broke. I didn't have. I was like a fucking vicious stoner. I was spending all my money just getting high all the time. <laughs> it's terrible. Damn. And Damn. Uh, you know, and, and we're gonna have to come I back just, to like, that. I, but go I, ahead. I remember at one point my computer broke. I didn't even talk to Vanderslice for like seven months. And it was like, I, you know, eventually I just kind of like snapped myself out of it. I quit smoking weed. I fucking kind of invested in a little keyboard. I got a new computer. I was kind of doing, I tried to get back into it. And then basically for a year straight, I just, I didn't really ask for any help besides Vandersites would flip me samples, like for real cheap, for fucking pennies on the dollar mm-hmm. compared to what other people would get them for. But I, it's not like I was going to make some amazing opus that, you know, was going to fucking get famous, you know, so it didn't really matter. It was just kind of, and I think what happened was I kind of learned like, oh man, you know, I like composition better than making beats. I never had a passion for drums. I never oh. had a passion for like, you know, just, you know, pr- you know, just uh, programming and everything like that. I never, I never had a passion for it. I love to add things to what was already there. Cause that's just what my strength was. Mm-hmm. And I think that Vanderslice I started to see probably around 2010, that some of the beats that I was flipping by myself, I was flipping better than people that were running in his circle. Like not not all the way through, but like the things that I was adding to the beats, he saw value in that. Like, you know, I, I could use that. That could actually help. And then, you know, we, we were already friends just beyond music at that point. Cause I was, like I said, I wasn't even really doing anything. Right. And, uh, but, but I was definitely like, I love music. I love making music. And I was, I had a guy, I had all my passion back. So then, you know, he, uh, he flipped me a, a sample. And and I programmed it and I did everything. I did everything but the drums. And I was like, yo, what do you think about this? And yo, and he listened to it and he's like, yo, that's fucking crazy. I can't believe I missed that one when I sent it to you because he just used it for himself. Uh, so he's like, man, hold on a second. So he goes and he flips the drums on it. And then lo and behold, that track, like it wasn't even a long time later, maybe a month later, we got Alchemist to rhyme on that shit. So it was like uh, the first track that me and him did. We had what was it? Alchemist, apathy, and evidence wrapped on. Yeah, well, yeah, Rock Marciano. Yeah, it was. It was and Rock yeah, I remember that yeah. joint. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the first joint that we did together. And then from there, he's like, "Well, here, take this one and see what you do to this one." So he gave me the beat. I play on it, and then, like within a couple months, we just kind of hit a, a rhythm, and it just kind of went. Yeah, we're there. like, "Fuck this! Let's just team up." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because right. you know what? I don't have to do what I don't want to do. He doesn't have to sit there and, and mess around with bass. Because I'm actually classically trained in music. Like I know I knew how to play instruments and everything. I was in a band in high school. Like I hey, what a so, nerd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's, that's why like that part of it just oh, comes yeah. kind of naturally to me. So that's why it's just a good match. You know, it just it worked. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of how it came to be what it is now. That's dope. 
<laughs> Meeks, what's yeah, wrong I mean, with you over here? Yeah, was, <laughs> well, uh, you know what? Actually, it, it's funny you bring up the, the nerd comment because I heard something really dope over this weekend. I was listening to the uh, the Beat Nuts uh, Drink Champs uh, episode oh, actually over the that. weekend. Yeah. And uh, randomly, somewhere in the middle of this interview, Juju goes, yeah, you know, thank God, you know, Psycho Less is a fucking nerd, you know? And like, yeah, you know what? And and like, and like, (laughs) you know, like that was the, that was probably one of the realest things that I've heard in a while. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize about this music shit, especially like, especially like on some, on some DJ producer type shit, because Mm -hmm. any DJ producer that is, that is doing anything at heart, they are a nerd. I don't give a fuck who they are or how cool they are or what it is, because the shit that you have to be into, especially nowadays, you have got to be a fucking nerd to, to, uh, totally to, to, you know, to do all this shit. I mean, we're we're all nerds, like, you know, on some music shit. Right. But From like a DJ production thing, like when he said that, I, that was one of the dopest things yeah. that I'd heard in a while, man. No, because you, you know, know how much time yeah, goes absolutely. into that shit. Like- I actually think that in some ways, there's a lot of people now that that are these. I think it's part of the reason that music kind of sucks now. Not not in general, but I, you know, there's like large avenues of music that are terrible. Is maybe because there's not so many nerds making music anymore. I think there's a lot of yeah, cool kids be. who just grab a piece of software for free. And they just like, and I'm speaking from a Chicago standpoint where you can make a right. drill beat, which was really not that hard to do. Oh, right, right, right. And you just yeah. get someone rhyming about killing people on it. And yo, these, they're not faking. It's not a lie. There's a lot of people that are not li- like, you know, this is extremely real for a lot of these kids, especially rapping. Yeah. That's why sure. it's so much violence in that community, like, right. especially revolving around music. Like, people get killed over Facebook posts here all the time. Right. You know what I mean? It's, Whereas, like, I think in all of our eras coming up, man, we came up in the trial and error, in the trial and error era where you had to, like, just tinker with shit. And, like, if, what if I turn this lever all the way down and plug this in and, and use this type of speed? Like, it was so much more hands-on back then. Right. Where now everything is digital. It's really easy to get into it now. And, I, you know, I don't know. That's like kind of how I feel about it. I think that's it's very true. Maybe a little yeah, too it. Yeah, because there's no style in a manual. I never read a manual ever. Man. There's right. no style in it. <laughs> right. There's no style in a manual. There's no, man. You got to just, like you said, trial and error. You That's just real as fuck right Lord, there. Hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> That's dope. I didn't realize, I, I didn't realize how think that. Think about it. Go ahead. When go you ahead, started see. being a DJ, there wasn't YouTube. You couldn't just no. like go on YouTube and see how the guy hooked up his setup. No. Oh, you know what I mean? You had stories to I heard about what John Doe first started out as a DJ oh, are God. classic. I did all kinds of <laughs> I did all kinds of crazy <laughs> shit, man. man. You know how many times I rewinded cassette tapes and like, I mean all all the kind of like hokey traditional, you know, I learned this by doing this, like that that was it. And I was in the bumfuck middle of nowhere in Kentucky. I had no in fucking Kentucky, idea. Yeah, it's right. Yeah. Yeah. In the fucking no middle green. of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. See? <laughs> yeah, so. No, that's, that's very true, uh, Green. I, I, that's a very good point, actually, that, you know, um, yeah, the, the, uh, the price for entry now is um, a lot cheaper. For sure. Literally and figuratively, for you know. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, yeah, with everything. I mean, the way you guys do this podcast seems pretty cool. I mean, it seems pretty easy to set up, man. When we and Vanderslice did one, it was ridiculous. 
we had to have an extra oh. laptop out to broadcast because we did it live, which is the stupidest idea of all time. <laughs> well, that's the <laughs> oh, difference yeah. right there. We yeah. definitely did do it live. Yeah. And the first, I mean, when we, the first time we, like, we just decided, hey, let's do this. This will be kind of cool. We were up. I, I, I remember we started around eight o'clock in the evening and we we're up to about 10 o'clock in the morning, just the whole entire night trying to figure something that, that right now would be the easiest thing to set up. Like, oh, I want you in the room. I want you in the room. I want you in the room. We're all going to be in here. And then now we want to be playing in the background. And then also we want to record it and bro- like something you could do that now with a click of a button. It's right. really oh, not that totally. difficult. Whereas you, we would sit there all night just thinking like this. This should be easy, and like <laughs> you sound like y'all are running a real radio station. <laughs> it was just crazy. So yeah, like yo, because because one of the, one of the big things for us was we wanted sound effects. Mm, like I would yeah. hook up my sampler, so it's like well, like we would fucking have people send in demos and review your demo live on the air, and then just like if you were whack, we'd car crash. Like we that like all <laughs> yeah. that, like, and it's like, dude, I brought on Jake one to review demos. I brought on Ethan when he when he works in store at the Fat Beats at that time. Like I brought in people that could literally change your life if you had talent. We did not, you know, not one. There was not a single person that sent anything that was even <laughs> close to being dope. Damn, <laughs> damn, that's dope. What year was this? Two thousand and eleven, twelve. It was. It was like before. It was before all the hip hop podcasts started. There was nobody right. doing. It. Yeah, right, like the right. only person podcasting was like Mark Maron. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it right. wasn't. It wasn't popular. It was. It was actually. I don't know. But by the time we were done doing it, or I like to say, we just went on a, like a permanent hiatus. But by the time we got to that point, it, it, it was already a lot easier. Like there were people that just decided to start doing what we were doing, and and I was looking at their setups, and they're getting better quality. And it's just like. All they had to do was use like a program that didn't exist when we started it. It was just like, mm. uh, oh, yeah. I guess we just kind of took a break, but we just never, I don't know. It, when you have to put in that much work to do something, it was just, it, yeah, it got really time consuming. Yeah. And ridiculous. we had, and we had like no chance for ads. Cause like the website was called fuckyourpodcast.com. Like <laughs> <laughs> we just had no foresight whatsoever to try to do anything, but just go live and fuck with people. <laughs> <laughs> yo would it be something worth revisiting at this point or absolutely i'd love okay. to do it again dude, oh, man, fun. Dude, uh, you know, especially with like the like the people you can actually bring on and not do it live yeah is gonna be so much better so much and better, we, just, yeah. we didn't even think of that we're like man we gotta do it live Right, yeah. right. Like, a radio, like a radio we're station right, we're yeah. Yeah. trying to be howard stern because also we didn't play music we we i used to like I got I got in trouble because I used to get like I used to get beats from everybody. When we were doing a wars record, I got like fifty unreleased Alchemist beats and I would just use them as beds to talk over. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's sending messages, he's like, dude, don't he's like stop playing my beats, man. Like what are you like what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yo, know, it wouldn't have been an issue, but like, yeah, you know, we'll be sitting there talking and one of the beats will drop and I'll stop and be like, yo, this beat is crazy. We'll just be sitting there listening for like forty seconds, and you know some some scumbag like looped it and tried to rhyme on it or some bullshit. Right? Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. It's so funny, it's like right. you, know, you can't do that kind of shit. Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I definitely want to start podcasting again, just because I don't know. I got something to say. You know? That's dope. Yeah, hell yeah. Yo, slice. I heard you. Uh, you heard. I heard you say it's a fifty minute ride to the city for you. Is that Philly? 
Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, the other side of Philadelphia is where the nearest. I'm 40 minutes from the airport, which is like the it's like Center City, South Philly, like right there. Okay. I live out in the suburbs. I live in Phoenixville. Nothing but old people out here. Gotcha. Old people and like fake gangsters. Gotcha. <laughs> you um, you fucking with any artists in Philly right now? No. Mm. I mean, okay. well, I guess Screw Tape, but I mean, he lives in Jersey, but he's. He's in Philly. You know, okay. he's, ever, he's forever in Philly. Gotcha. I mean, like that. The only guy I, I want to work with Siegel, I can't track him down. Mm. I wanted to work with Freeway, and he signed to Rock Nation, so it's like you know I can't. I don't. I don't have yeah, that. Too much I don't, tape I don't to have go that, through. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't have that kind of. I don't have that kind of pull. Gotcha. But I mean, that that, that could that could definitely open a couple doors. But like, yo, to to work with guys in Philly, man, you got to go into Philly. And I don't like, I just don't like, I never like the city. Yeah. Like the studio we work out of is in South Philly. I, I, I'm every time I'm in there, it's usually a stealth mission. I don't even tell anybody I'm going in there. In and out, right? Yeah, in and out. Do yeah. what I got to do. Go home. I, I mean, I like my position. I like to be behind my NPC. Or a record store digging through the crates and shit. There's actually a dope record store in Philly now. It's called Brewery Town Beats, which is that and Beautiful World. They were like the only two that have like stuff I'm looking for. So okay, I would go digging in the city every now and again. That's I mean, right. I got people in the city, but I don't know. There's nobody. I have not heard anybody blow me away talent wise in years. Like gotcha. from because they all everybody in Philadelphia is chasing the same nickel. They they want to be they want to be uh, Meek Mill. Like they did, it's just, and the sad thing is, is there's so much talent in Philly. They want to be Meek, just, Meek Mill right now. No, not right now. Oh, okay. Of course not. Okay. I don't know. I, well, I'm saying that's how long it's been. There. Okay. Got you. Got you. Got Like yo, okay. to, to go to go unearth that pool of talent, man. It takes a lot of effort because most of those guys, mm-hmm. they only deal with their own. They only deal with themselves, man. Like you can't even, like you can't even get on, man. It's crazy. Mm. And Steve's no avenue you, for it. Steve's, are you uh are you in Chicago right now? Yeah, you're well, in the suburb, suburb of Chicago. I have moved to greener pastures up north. Okay. Which which suburb? Niles. It's literally Niles. seven minutes away. Okay. Not, I got some family in, in right Dalton, there. so yeah. I feel you. Okay. Um, but you were you actually living in the city at one time? Oh, I, yeah, up until about a year ago. I've been born and raised the whole my whole life. Born and raised. How did you Chicago um, guy over there? <laughs> How did you? How did you avoid uh, the 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 all the the bullshit that's going on in Chi Town? He right didn't now? avoid the bullshit. Yeah, he got jumped did. for his Jordans when he was like twelve. Oh, yeah, shit! No, I definitely. That's I definitely at the beginning didn't. of it, <laughs> right? I, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't avoid the bullshit. I. Uh, it's weird, you know. Every time I've kind of thought to myself, oh, I kind of want to make a name for myself here, and you know, I'd, I'd go to a beat battle, and you know, I, I might win a beat battle. And then people start adding me on Facebook. I start talking to them. And every single time I, people start talking about me, I realize like this is why I don't want to do anything here every single time. Mm. And just beyond that, when I was coming up, I, I met a lot of resistance. I met a lot of resistance from people that then, weirdly enough, started hitting up Vanderslice. Like, hey, man, I want to get down. And Vanderslice always had my back kind of like, well, you know, you kind of fronted on Steve's. It's not like I was trying to get any work for free from people either. Like I always tried to pay people, but I, you know, there was, there was a time with indie rap, especially here where you could actually make money. And there was just a few people kind of running everything. And if you weren't, I don't know, if you weren't them, you weren't going to be able to really make any money. And I don't know. I I definitely have like a real love hate relationship 
with 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 the city in general. So, I always work East Coast with Vanderslice. You know, always would prefer to take a flight out and go to you know to the to studio with Vanderslice and work out there. Like, I it's always what I'd rather do than than work around here. Just so, so Charles Kanye had to leave too. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Or if they didn't leave, they left at some point. But yeah, Kanye too, right? (laughs) I'm not one of those dudes who's like, yeah, man, Chicago. I was born here. I had no say in it. Now I got to live here forever. Like it's, it's, you know, I'm not one of those guys. It's not. So how often do you guys get together? Like actually, you know, in the lab together or in the studio together I would say a couple times a year. Like, I mean, yeah, they'll fly the out here for a session. And then, like, I last year I celebrated my birthday out there, and I celebrated his son's first birthday out there. Oh, that's dope. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can't get out there as much as I'd like to because after my son was born, it's just a little bit difficult. But sure. he's getting a little bit older. So, I mean, my I definitely want to get out there when we get to the final stage of this of this album because post-production, that's, like, my that's my thing. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what – that's where you bridge an album, and that's that's what's gonna like. Yeah, it's what kind of separates us from you know people that don't do that. I guess so right, 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 right. Always try to get down there at least one time towards the end of an album. Yeah, so that's sure kind of what I'm working on. Hopefully, oh. the end at some point this summer, I'd love to get down there again. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. What else you got, Meeks? I'm coming. I'm coming to Chicago just to go to Texas Day Brazil. Texas Day <laughs> Brazil. What? What is that? Steakhouse. Man. It's a Brazil. Oh, dude, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Like, you know, we, yeah, we have a Brazilian steakhouse here, which is uh, Fogo de Chao. There you and go. It stinks. It stinks mm. in comparison to Texas Day Brazil. Oh, okay. yeah, we got two Fogos up here and the Texas Day Brazil. So yeah. Yeah, you know, All and there's right. like a, and there's like an arcade for like adults out there. It's pretty. It's like this is incredible. All I'm right. moving there with a Schomburg. That's where I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> No, I think uh, I think I'm good. good man. Man. I'm just yeah. um, I'm just looking forward to the to these these projects coming out. So give us some dates, man. And, oh yeah, and some heads Dude, we up got on no what's dates. popping. We, we got, got no dates. Going. No like dates. Said, we're aiming we're aiming for July, but it's like it's going to be later. I might have to drop it on my birthday, like September first. Okay, there you go. All right. I think I, mean, I think that's pretty safe to say that it would be guaranteed out by then. I, I would hope. Oh, if, oh. if it's not, something went really wrong. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Say that much. So, uh, hey, so, you know so, what? I'm sorry. Mentioning that some something had to go completely wrong. Can, is there any chance of 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 talking about the the black tie affair? The black tie affair was just a beat tape uh-huh. that we, you know, we just never finished it. You know what happened? We reached out to Blue, and Blue never sent my 16. Like, he never sent my verse in. And I told him, I'm like, look, you know, he. I mean, he didn't, he didn't want like any real money. It was like 500 bucks or whatever. I was like, dude, I'll pay you. Just send me a demo first, like you know what I mean. Like I'm, I don't pay anybody up front for anything because, mm-hmm. like, yo, you know, you just don't. You can't trust rappers. You just can't trust. Dang. You can't trust. Them. So it's like <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, yo, and he just he never sent my verse off, so everything else just got deadlocked. Okay, right. Like I'm weird like that. Like yo, everything's awesome. Was done for four months, and we waited for Freddie Gibbs until he was in New York, and then went and met him at Premier Studio and did Bugatti Bullet Holes. And that's what finished the album. I'm like, yo, if I have something in my head, like this is made specifically for this artist, and we can get at this artist, and we can get them, then I don't care how long it takes as long as it gets done. 
Right. I'd like to think that eventually we will do something with the black tie affair. I mean, we have artwork like it's done. It's, oh, it was uh, yo. It, it just needs a feature or something. I would yo. love to. To I mean, I actually forgot about that till you mentioned it right now. That's man, pretty, I was going to say we, we we might have to play that joint on the. Uh, I mean, there you go. We got to get permission. Let's get permission. No, we got that. Yeah, okay, exactly. I was you, I was looking forward to it. it. Right, John? What's that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think I think, yeah, I, I, I think the I think the version I have right now is like a rough mix, but I it, it it'll do well on the mix show. It's it's, it's good enough for uh, it's good enough for that. Man, I know I know I've been in your ear about that joint a lot, Slice, and I I appreciate what you sent us. And uh, if there's any, well, chance, yeah, you know, I've known John forever. I'm gonna give him an honest effort whenever he needs something. I don't that's care. That's what's what up. It is. You know, whatever it yeah, is, yeah. if I can do it, it's done. Dope. But yeah, yeah that yeah. was for uh, people that believe. Yeah, I mean, like anybody, you ask anybody that ever worked to me from that, they, like anybody that believed in me when nobody else believed in me, I look out for Dope. 100%. Dope. Yeah, word. Well, we fucking with y'all, man. No and uh, and and definitely what you were saying, Steve, about that, that project being, you know, damn near done, that's what made me want to hop on it so quick. I saw the artwork and... Hell yeah. like, the, like the list, <laughs> like the list of motherfuckers y'all had already. I was like, shit, how can I not get on this yeah, shit? I, this- I told me, I said, you, you don't have a choice. You're doing this, <laughs> didn't I? Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah, I said, look, you're doing this. I don't care if you don't want to do it or not. You you are doing this, and that wasn't even the <laughs> issue. I just no, no, I, no, no, oh, no, no, What are we? I was like, shit. What are we doing? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when you know what I mean? Yeah, hell yeah, shit, but, absolutely. Uh, good shit, oh, real, man. real quick, uh, a slice. I meant to ask you about the Fahim shit. Well, what's the story yeah. about how that? How did you guys get connected? Because that motherfucker right there, woo. I mean, oh, yeah. and, and look, like, I'm uh, I'm extremely biased right now because that literally that guy right there is my favorite guy out right now. Period, hands he, down. Yeah, he's, he's in Atlanta too. You know that? Yeah, I know. We, we we've been actually, yeah, we've been right, talking. Yeah. We've been, we're we're gonna work that out. We're we're gonna work that out this happen. month. Yeah, but yeah. that motherfucker right there uh, is dope. And then when man, I saw, sharp, the, man. yeah, I know he is. I know he is. So, so t- tell us a little bit about that, and then then we'll, then we'll wrap this thing up. Yeah, well, uh, you know, like my boy A War. He like he bought uh, ughh.com with Icon and uh, his boy Dose, right? And there we were gonna do a like they're gonna start doing like a series of seven inches, like just singles, like Lucy joints here and there, to uh, help promote their UGHH premiere, which is like ninety nine. But it's like a Netflix subscription, like it's ninety nine dollars a year. You get like like I don't even know. It's like twenty five percent off all inventory, free shipping and shit, and then you get right. like. Whatever exclu- whatever music they make that's exclusive to just their website, like you get that too. And I sent beats to A War for Mach Hami and Fahim. They were gonna do a split seven inch. It's gonna be Fahim on one side and Mach and Fahim on the other side. And he just he did he took that beat and said, Fuck it, I'm gonna use it for my tape. Didn't tell me that then I didn't know I like, yo, I seen somebody post a link on Facebook. I was like, What the fuck is this? <laughs> and, it, it, yeah. you know, and it was so hard and i was like man i don't care like it was dope I, you know what i mean it's like i don't care as long as it was dope and like as long as we still do what we're doing i'm gonna get paid off that regardless so i don't i don't mind yeah. you know what i mean like i don't mind you know what i mean man. it's like yo i mean like he's an upstart he's sharp and he fucks like he fucks with me so I, you know what i mean like i don't mind dope. yeah that's dope, dope man dope. fucking yeah. banger hell yeah fucking that's hard yeah that yeah, shit man. is dope and I just happened to have the instrumental for that. Beautiful. Actually. Yes, you did. Beautiful. So, so, so real quick. So I, that's the last thing. So the joints you sent us, like 
these joints are going to be on the um on the new the greatest LP. album okay. money can buy. All right, so, all right. So we got the exclusive on all the beats tonight. So hey, you know, right up our alley, that's beautiful. Man, that's what we do, absolutely. All right, thank y'all, man. It was really a pl- pleasure talking to both of you tonight. Thank you for hopping on the phone. The with pleasure us. was all yours. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for nah, show. Nah, you already know, man. I fuck with y'all, man. Hell all yeah. Day. Hell yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. This is the first interview because, like, yo, I don't even, like I said, we got no street date, no artwork, no nothing. John hit me up, like, yo, you want to come on? Like, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Cool. We're going to go let everybody down when the record doesn't come out. Yeah, we we don't don't (laughs) give a fuck about that. We don't give a fuck if you have a record coming out or not. We just, you know, we we just try to talk and, you know, talk hip hop. Yeah, You know, just have have, have a good time. Oh, real quick, peace to my man Coop, actually, who has been on me for probably at least 12 months saying that I needed to get you guys on the podcast. So real quick, shout That's to right. him. He has been hassling the shit out of me. He's a big fan of you guys. So Coop always sure find a way into this. He, 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 he does, <laughs> man. He does. He, he does. He, Fucking fifth Beatle. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. Yo, so uh, thank you guys. Hold tight real quick. We're going to wrap this up. Oh, real quick. Socials. What are the socials yeah. and all the internets and all that shit? Y'all, y'all, y'all let the people know. Uh, uh, Instagram slash Van Sleazy, and then everything else is my real name, Eric Vanderslice. Like face, I think. Uh, I don't know. My Facebook is Vanderslice Beats. Right. My Twitter yeah. is Eric Vanderslice. Like, see, you know, that's not like all my links are ju- like none of them are the same. Like, that's a huge faux pas, <laughs> and I'm not switching. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> do yeah, it. Not, you know what I mean? Just do yeah, it. find yeah, me. Yeah. Find <laughs> me. Goddamn. What about you, Green? I'd say just. Just follow Vanderslice. I don't even. I, you don't get to follow. <laughs> Green doesn't even give a fuck. I got more people that I don't accept the request than I actually have on any platform. Man, you can I'm, ask Vanderslice. That's I want to be like you. I want to be like you. I mean, Green does not give too yeah, man, fucks yo, about fo- social yeah, media. Yo, you follow yeah. him. Follow. You follow him. He's more interesting, and he's, he's got all the music that comes out first. Got so. there. Green Steez <laughs> is a smart man. I want to say exactly. <laughs> he takes full <laughs> advantage of his nerdum. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Dope, all right, fellas. We thank appreciate you, fellas, y'all, man. man. Yeah, absolutely. Good, good luck this year. Yes, we, thank we, you very much. Absolutely, thank you got you. it. All right, Meeks. Well, hey, hey. You know, I was looking forward to this. Good one, times, man. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew Great when you time. walked in the door. I, th- I think it was the the the. I think it's your outfit tonight. Actually, I saw you. Oh, you I go, saw you, you tonight. Go with this shit I again. saw you to walk in tonight. I was like, oh, this this motherfucker's on some shit tonight. Oh man, I'm and just sure trying to, enough. I'm just trying to get my spring summer shit together, man. I'm with man. you. I'm with it. I'm, I'm trying. I'm it. trying to do right, man. I I got some white jabos on tonight. Hell you know, yeah! Ain't nobody fucking with me right now. <laughs> Dope boy, fresh tonight. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Southern Vanguard Radio, yeah. twice a week Meeks, twice, twice a, a week, week Doe. Follow us on SoundCloud, MixCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes Podcast, the best podcast you haven't heard yet. We'll be back. Stay tuned. Smithsonian Gray Smithsonian Gray Dope. Peace. Peace, y'all.